Hey guys. Hi. Just a quick note at the top of the show. We're sorry to say we're going to have to be taking the week off next week. Uh, this is one of our regularly scheduled off weeks. So, so sorry it came close on the heels of a unscheduled one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be in Melbourne. For PAX. For PAX Oz. Ooh! And that same date I'll be having quite a long work day. So yeah. so really you could say it's the perfect storm of nightmares and horrors. But also in that sense, quite good that both these two conflicting things, each of which would probably make us miss an episode, yes. are happening at the same time. Yes, that's quite good. Yeah. yeah. So sorry about that and we'll see you the week after next. Woo! Bye! Hey everyone, welcome to Jojo's World. Hey. Hey boys, how you doing? Are you re- are you ready for some good Jojo zing zing? Zing 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 <laughs> go my heartstrings. I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. <laughs> and I'm Nick Valentine, the other one of the co-hosts. This is our Jojo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast where we recap and discuss one of the hypest episodes of Jojo's Bizarre, <laughs> Bizarre Adventure Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable, to date. I don't know if I'd call it one of the hypest. I'd certainly call it one of the the most bizarre. It's a high-octane thrill ride through the streets of Sleepy Moria. (laughs) This is, of course, the 29th episode of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4 Diamond is Unbreakable, which is the 103rd episode of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure as a whole, covering chapters 387 through 391 of the manga. Yeah, that's average. That's average. Isn't it? Is that average? I Give think or take. Yeah, more or less. That's the number. More or less. <laughs> I could punch you in the face. I double dog dare you. <laughs> Come on, mate. Give it a go. <laughs> Do it. Show Not me. if I stick you first. <laughs> so yeah, this was, uh, this was an episode, Liam. This was an episode. Is this episode brought to us by anyone? Alas, not this week. Well, sign up for the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure <laughs> Patreon. We've we got one lined up, but he hasn't paid yet. Ah, yeah. Gonna break his kneecaps. Break <laughs> him real good. Give us your shoes, or you don't get a shout out. <laughs> On the subject of the Patreon, we're looking at doing some minor ch- or some structural <laughs> changes to our delivery system soon for rewards and things like that. Watch that space because I think we got we've a got some expi- exciting stuff lined up. And B, we have no idea what we're doing. Oh, we've got ideas. We've got too many ideas. And Nick keeps rejecting all of my ones. That would be so cumbersome to implement, given our time and budget. You know what, Nick? You know what we should do? We should make a statue of Josuke. And then we should, like, send that out to everyone. I still want to make the JoJo's World inaugural zine. <laughs> it would be so hard, Liam. It would be so expensive. Oh, my God. It'd be cool, but it'd be hard. It would, it would. Could you imagine us doing feature articles inside a little magazine thing? Yeah, I thought as much. (laughs) (laughs) I just had like a dozen flashbacks to any time someone in high school wrote an assignment that was just a meandering pile of whatever. They were like, oh, it's a feature article. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, I think half of the feature articles I write on GameCloud, I'm like, what is this? I don't know. Yeah, sure, that's 2,000 words. Why not? (laughs) 2,000 words later... I want to share with you some words of wisdom. Yes. From. Yes. The man. Yes. The myth. Yes. The magician. Magician? Tarot card enthusiast. 
and potential murderer. Actually, on magi- on Hirohika Araki, the magician. Yeah, I was reading a lot of um interviews with him yesterday for preparation for an upcoming Patreon bonus episode plug. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, apparently he is kind of obsessed with magic. Like, what, really? as in stage magic. What? When you say kind of obsessed. He's really into it. Okay. But I digress. This is the author's note for volume 42 of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Reads as such. Oh, and it's accompanied by a picture of Araki in profile <laughs> in front of a heap of, like... Greek-looking marble busts. They are not <laughs> Also Greek. in profile. Look at the hair. See, that's got sort of yeah. Greek elements. Look at the hat. Isn't that a hat? That's a hat. Yeah. Of course, the Greeks were known for never wearing hats because they considered them heresy. Yeah. The Inquisitors would come by and be like, get that filth off your head. No one expects the Greek Inquisition. The many albums that make me cry. Oh, God. These are my top ten from the 70s in no particular order. These are just from the 70s. Just from the 70s. There could be many more. You might love or hate them, but I guarantee if you listen to them, you'll cry. <laughs> okay, Araki, hit me with these crying albums. Hit me with your crying stick. <laughs> Which, much like most sticks, if you hit me with it, I'll cry. <laughs> you know that saying, sticks and stones will break my bones, but words... It's accurate. Can... <laughs> it's, it's accurate, yes. Led Zeppelin. Physical graffiti. Oh, that is... Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Chicago. Chicago 7. Don't know if that's fair, but sure, okay. Saturday Night Fever, soundtrack. Okay, we're really stretching it now. Now, you've got to keep in mind that Hirika, Hirika Araki doesn't speak the, the English to, um, or at least didn't at the time, as I, as I understand, to get the lyrics in these songs. It's all just musical vibe. <laughs> Wait, so he couldn't understand what they were saying. He just listened to the songs and were like, you know what? This is beautiful. This and is um, really again, reading those interviews yesterday, um, there was a little segment, and we'll discuss this in a plug, Patreon bonus episode on Hirohika Araki interviews. Tap nose, um, wink eyes. How, if he listened to the lyrics, if he could understand the lyrics in these songs, he would just probably just find them too silly, but because they're mm-hmm. in English and he doesn't understand, he just vibes off them. Sure. Curtis Mayfield, Superfly. Okay, now that you've said that, that makes a lot more sense. Marvin Gaye, What's Going On? Is that an album to make you cry? Is that that song that goes, you know, with the He-Man animation? It's like I said, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it called? What's going on? Marvin Gaye, what's going on? Now I do the research. Good. Because you're meant to be the one who knows about music. (laughs) (laughs) Type in Marvin Gaye research. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, please give me all of your Marvin Gaye research. We've confirmed it's not that, but I hope you all enjoyed it. (laughs) Jackson Brownie, Late for the Sky. Sure. Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Yep, that's fair. That's fair. You know, Dark Side of the Moon and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure sync up really well. Do they? No, probably not. Oh, okay. But you know how people say that about everything? And Dark Side of the Moon. (laughs) Hey, you know what really syncs up with Dark Side of the Moon really well? Going grocery shopping. Yeah. Particularly mine. (laughs) Sex Pistols, Never Mind the Bollocks. Ooh, that's a good choice. You ever cried to that? Um, no, but I can imagine Araki crying to it. <laughs> Just sitting there at his drawing table, single tear running out down his cheek, yep. and he has to hurriedly move away in case it falls onto that precious manga manuscript, which as we all know, if you read it, shoots green energy out all over you and makes your hair stand up. <laughs> Look. Just because you can read literally everyone's thoughts. <laughs> George Benson, Breezen. Ooh. Yeah, I'd cry to that. I don't know that one. What, George Benson, Breezen? Mm. It's the one that's like, 
Oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah, that one. Cool. Yeah. Would you cry to it, Liam? Yeah, I, I just did. Ah, <laughs> let me wipe those tears away from you. Pap, pap. It's with this crocodiles in these. And finally, carpenters. Now and then. I don't know who they are. Cool. But they sound both familiar and nostalgic. Yeah. Hirohika Araki, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> clap, 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 clap. Who is he? What did he do? Why? Just why? <laughs> <laughs> so, without further ado, Highway Star, part Highway two. Highway a go-go. Highway a go-go. It just sounds like a 1930s superhero thing. what it sounds like. Thunderbirds. No. Okay. I mean, maybe, but no. Voltron. No. Power Rangers. Close, but you're way off. Oh, what did you have in mind? Batfink. Batfink? Batfink. The very cheap, I want to say 60s, at least 60s aesthetic, but it may have been a throwback cartoon about Batfink, the creature who is a superhero and a bat, um... Oh, Assisted he... by his very racist caricature sidekick, Karate. <laughs> is that the one where it's like he's a he's got the big ears and he's got the uh, the cowl across his eyes? I don't know if he has a cowl, but um, he's got the big bat head which has the big ears, mm. and he wears like a yellow jumpsuit. Oh, oh, I think I know. Things that he would say every episode. <laughs> Go on. Until I think in later episodes they started having a bit of fun with it and just like felt like they were kind of taking the piss out of themselves. <laughs> they would say things like, um, your bullets cannot harm me. My wings are like shields of steel. Oh, now that sounds familiar. And then he would be trying to find his nemesis, Hugo Agogo. Ooh. Highway Agogo. I get you. The reason we're diverting into this. Yeah. And he would say, my supersonic sonar radar can help me. And then he would open his mouth and the word beep would come out of it. No, I do remember Find his this. nemesis. Yeah, no, I remember that. <laughs> I just remember being like, wow, he can spew words you know how when you say something or make a noise and you just open your mouth and the letters come out (laughs) (laughs) i mean yes and no uh i know that letters as in like paper letters will come out like the ones that you send through the post office sure that's how you get them yeah i've heard people write the power of my stand paperback writer i just spew out postal envelopes (laughs) that'd be an interesting plot beep Moving on. We are zero seconds into this episode. <laughs> We're already so late. Anyway. The late Liam S. Smith. That's right. I was a ghost all along. Happy Halloween. Anyway. <laughs> Don't date this episode already. I'd like to date this episode. Ooh. We open. Where we left off last time. Josuke's on a cool motorcycle. He's like, I'll save you, Rohan. Vroom, vroom. Yep. <laughs> that thing's it. <laughs> Those feeder, it's followersing me. They're going to suck my nutrients. Bike go fast. Vroom, vroom. Got to stay above 60. So he does. Yeah. He goes up to 80. So he's driving. He's driving at 80 and he's like, when this thing hits 88 miles per hour, I'm going to see some serious shit. No, isn't that the exact opposite of what he wants to happen? If this thing goes below 60 miles per hour. We're going to see some per serious hour. bad shit. So this is Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Speed, right? You know, speed, yeah, the Keanu yeah, yeah. Reeves film? Yeah. Film? you got to go above, what is it, like 50 miles an hour, otherwise the bus explodes. Yeah, of course, the sequel was Speed 2 Cruise Control, where it was a boat. And then there was a Father Ted episode, Speed 3, where it was a milk float that had to go above like four kilometers an hour. <laughs> uh, I hear Father Ted's a racist now. I don't know if we're talking about the same thing. Father Ted, the show, the TV show from BBC? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was the famous skit where it's like, Father Ted, you're oh, a racist yes. now. Oh, yes. Oh, right. That yeah. episode. Because I was like... He's 
dead. He's been, he died like when yeah. they released the last episode. Yeah, he's a racist now. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good app. It is a good app. So he vroom vrooms. I saw. <laughs> yeah. I saw. I, I, I saw and participated in a um, live interactive theatre piece of the movie Speed uh, at the Fringe Festival a couple of years ago. It, it was it was a theatre show that took place in a bus. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Our, yeah. mutual, our mutual friend Georgina was um, pulled up to be Sandra Bullock's character, the driver of the bus. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. It's quite an entertaining little show. Yeah. Okay. But how does it work then? Because you obviously have to stop the lights. Well, you know, the bus isn't actually moving. It's because oh. that would be very difficult to do. But there's yeah. a lot of like, we're going around the corner now. Everyone, everyone lean hard to the left so we don't tip <laughs> over and things like that. It's good fun. Oh, that's great. I like that sort of shit. Yeah. So while he's driving, he's like, okay, let's let's quickly review the court record. So, there's a trap in that tunnel that sucks people's nutrients. Why? There's got to be more. Nutrients? What's going on there? What is a nutrient? No one knows. I need more info on that tunnel. I should contact my good friend Koichi. He's fetching. Yeah. He's good at fetching he data. He knows things. <laughs> he's, he's normally getting, what, A's at school? Mm-hmm. Until he met that harlequin. Cargo. Yep. Taken away my That pre- clown. That precious Koichi time. That Harley Quinn, Yukako. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's always. Okay, funny. Mr. K. That's, that's my Harley Quinn. As uh-huh. you can hear, it's very bad. It is very bad. That's my Margot Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever got Margot Robbie on the show. Oh, she's yeah, from... big JoJo fan. Isn't she from. Yeah, she was on Neighbors. Yeah, but wasn't she from Sydney? I don't know, but she was on Neighbors. Hmm. With Toadfish. Oh, with the old toad Stingray. Fi- what's, what's that show where they're like, we have to go see Toadfish? Oh, I think that was like a... Um, maybe it was Little Britain? Maybe? No, no. It was Maybe it was like American Russell or something. Ugh. It was some sketch comedy show. Yeah. Man, if you haven't seen Neighbours, catch up Apparently on that Apparently it's shit. big in the UK. Yeah, they love that shit. It's Ramsey like, Street. They, they love it because it's like an escape from their dull, dreary uh, weather. Remember when Susan hit her head and got amnesia and thought she was 16 again? I do remember that. Oh. Early 2000s neighbours. Oh, what man. What a thrill. What a time to what be What a thrill. Ugh. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so he rounds the corner and he's like, oh, and there's a baby ahead of him and it's crying. And the mum is like, why baby cry? Me, no bad, good mum. <laughs> She's trying her fucking hardest. <laughs> and you're going to be like, oh, why is she bad mum? Oh. He, he pulls up and uh, a guy just leaves the payphone and just is like, perfect timing. Payphone time. I got some change. Clank, clank. So, no, it doesn't. Yeah, he pulls up, but then the feet appear. Yeah. So, Josuke arrives on a bike, might I add, almost murdering the man who's walking away yeah, from the yeah. payphone. Gets a stink eye look. And he's all like, okay, time to phone Koichi. Pulls out a little pay card, mm-hmm. a credit card, and maybe. Then- then those feet appear like so many Yu-Gi-Oh monsters. And naturally, much like so many Yu-Gi's, Josuke goes, what Oh the- no, feet! What the ever-living shit is this? <laughs> I really identify with Josuke in this episode because I also don't want any feet to touch me. You were getting so <laughs> weirded out. I just need to get out of my system. <laughs> you, literally, every time they showed up, you are like, No, because there's this shot right at the end of the episode where um, the man we meet as the... Who is the... Um, the stand user of Highway Star yeah. is lying in his bed and there's just a shot of his, his foot right in the foreground. <laughs> I was like, ugh, don't need that. Um, yeah, but even the normal feet of Highway Agogo. That was just me playing it for laughs, oh, really. okay. Oh. Um, so then he's like, what, they're here already? But I was going 80 kilometres per hour and they were going 60 kilometres per hour. With simple mathematics, I can figure out that I should have at least two minutes. Hmm. 
Of course, I'm in high school, so I deal with a lot of questions like if two trains leave the station and one is going 80 kilometers an hour and one is going 60 kilometers per hour. Also, I really don't trust Josuke to do simple yeah. high school maths. <laughs> Turns out they can appear and disappear freely while they're following me. Oh, I better man. get out of here. 60 kilometers per hour. Oh no, red light ahead. Baby cat crossing the road. How am I going to get past this? Isn't the OP now? No, actually, he does oh. the stunt first. Oh, The rad stunt, which is the, th- the single thing I was most looking forward to when they announced the part four anime. Like, oh man, seeing this bike stunt's going <laughs> to be so cool. <laughs> I just, well, as soon as I saw it, I was like, is he going to... Is he going to do some crazy weird shiny now, diamond when shit? When he was or... like, oh, oh no, crash, but crazy diamond will help me. What did you think he was going to do, perchance? I, okay, so I knew that there was going to be something like disassemble and then reassemble. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was going to be like, oh, I'll like do a cool flip and then disassemble it or something. I didn't assume that he would go right through, like, going around them. Well, he went over them. Or like, yeah, going over them. Because I was like, oh yeah, no, he'll do like, he'll turn it into something else, right? No, no. He's like, like, punch the baby and then fix the baby after punching the baby. Yes. (laughs) Um, Gosh, it's just so cool. So what he does for those of you who listen who haven't seen this show Mm -hmm. is he's like, oh no, I'm going to hit that baby crossing the road. So he smashes the bike that he's riding apart, catapulting himself over them. There's a good slow-mo shot where he flies over the crying baby, which stops smiling when it sees his handsome visage. They have, uh, like, you know in every anime where two characters' eyes meet and they're like... We are the manliest men of this show. Mm-hmm. We have mutual respect for one another. Yeah, they, they bang. He flies over the baby, and they do each do a manly forearm clasp, <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, "Good work." Having cleared the baby and the mother, he uh, crazy diamond fixes the bike and lands on it, sticks the landing, keeps going. I just love that he's like a millimeter above from smashing into the ground. He's like, "Fix." Yeah. And then it just zoomp. okay. Better go eighty kilometers an hour. Yeah. I'll never make a phone call like this. Cut to the OP. Cool. Thank you. I've been working on that all week. So something else I want to point out from the opening this week. Mm-hmm. Um, back to that, those are 1999 numbers we were discussing last episode. Yeah, I saw a 190. Well, that's not it. Um, but the last nine in that is basically just the one which um, I previously remarked had um, the sort of highway star pattern on. Also just has uh, the highway star stand user Yuya Fingami's head on the top of it. <laughs> It does seem a bit weird that there'd just be a guy's head on a number, but now to say it like that, it does make a lot more sense. Yeah, it makes sense when I say it. Yeah. <laughs> Still a good song. Still a good song that I like. It's growing on me a lot. Good. Like, Great. It's. I'm a bit concerned I'm going to start liking it. Whoa. Yeah. Dangerous talk, Nikki. Yeah, I know. Because then it'll be on like the same level as uh, like part one, not part one, uh, the first OP of part four. Crazy noisy bizarre town. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. And then I'll be. Oh. 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 I can't live like that, Liam. I need my. Well, I need my clear tears of enjoyment. Better just kill you now. After the OP, there's a guy. There's this dude. He looks like the sort of guy who would stop you in the street in Yakuza and be like, "Hey, I want to fight you." <laughs> he looks like Mr. Shakedown. <laughs> no, just oh, okay. a regular guy. <laughs> um, and he's he, there on his phone with his boss. And he's all like, now listen here, whatever your name is. Yeah, I didn't catch it. It doesn't matter. Whatever your name is, listen, this next phone call you're going to get is really fucking important. It's a deal worth 100 billion yen. 1 billion yen is what I meant. 1 billion yen. (laughs) No one knows how much money that is. 1 million troops. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) So this guy's like, 
Are you only one billion? I'll be sure not to mess it up, sir. Josuke's like, oh, there's a guy on a cell phone over there. Vroom, vroom. Yoink. And the guy's like, thank you so much, Mr. Bossman. Thank you so... Now, this is great, because Josuke drives past, snatches the phone. The guy takes a minute to realise that it's gone. Josuke's like, oh, I must have grabbed it too hard. I broke the phone. Gosh. If only I had some way to fix it. <laughs> oh, well, there's another person talking on the phone. <laughs> So this guy, this poor dude is just like, thank you, Mr. Bossman. Hello? One billion yen! (laughs) And Josuke's there like, oh no, I can't possibly fix this. Oh, look. And then there's someone on the phone with his girlfriend who's like, oh, if you just hate me, just hang up on me. And he's all in his interior monologue. Oh, I need a man up and ask her to marry me. Just do it. Come on. Ask her to marry you. And then uh, he starts going, listen, lady. Yoink. Can you... Oh no, my phone. It's gone. Oh no. Just get snatched. Oh man, two phones in one day. What great timing. And you just hear this. Akira. Akira. Are you still, or Achiro or whatever it is. Who cares? <laughs> are, you, are you still there? Is there something you wanted to tell me? He's all like, boop. Time to call a better human being, Koichi. Yeah. Koichi is trying to walk his sleepy dog police. I don't know if walk... He's trying to drag. He's trying to take police for a walk. Police is not being cooperative. <laughs> Koichi. Tell me about the tunnel accident. Hmm, the tunnel accident, you say? Oh, yeah, Josuke calls and Koichi crawls into his house. He's all, like, explains the thing. Mm-hmm. There's a nice shot where, like, there's a map uh, in the background as you see Josuke talking to Koichi and it, like, shows his progress through mm-hmm. Mario. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Which is quite fun. So, like, two days ago, there was a, um, a motorcycle thug who uh-huh. had, a, had a motorcycle accident in that, uh, that tunnel. He was drink driving. Tisk tisk. Uh, idiot. The John Doe is in a critical condition in the hospital. And Josuke is like, that just sounds like another victim of the stand. And Koichi says, no, there was blood all over the crash site. Doesn't sound like he had his nutrients sucked to me. Mm, no, nutrient sucking is generally a perfect crime. Yeah. Yeah. Leaves no evidence. <laughs> okay, so Josuke is all... So maybe he could be the user then. Yeah, maybe he's taking people's nutrients to heal himself. Oh no, the ocean! <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out, as he was riding on his motorbike, he accidentally drove to Mario Harbour. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> there was no other turns he could possibly make. Mm-hmm. And the ocean is directly in front of him. <laughs> and he's surrounded by shipping containers and walls. There is merely one turn that he can take. Oh, but he's going to have to take it pretty fucking fast. Yeah, like 60k. And this is like a really intense this is like, depiction of turning a corner. This is like an anime about like racing. Yeah. Where they're like, I'm going to have to take this corner pretty fucking fast. Yeah, I'm going to have to. What's that thing that he always does in that driving anime you, you always used to talk about? What, Initial D? Yeah. The thing that he always does in that? What, stay completely calm because he has no emotion? Sure. Isn't there like some sort of like special driving move that he always does? Oh, well, I mean, his special driving move is that he's perfect. Oh, okay. He's the perfect driver. Same. But he's always really bored. Brief recap of initial day. There's this kid whose dad wants him to deliver tofu every night, but he souped out this car so that he's basically made his son into the perfect drift racer. Sure. Uh, And so anytime they're drifting, like Eurobeat comes on, it's like... Deja vu. <laughs> How that song goes. Uh, but he's always really bored because he associates it with just being completely normal. Oh, okay. Just and doing like, his day job. Yeah, just delivering tofu for his dad. And he's all like, yeah, I guess I'll just go around this corner super fast. Um, so he does that. 
Which means that anytime he's trying to be super intense, it's like everyone around him's like, I will defeat you! And he's there with this emotionless face, just really dumb looking, completely out of it, as he's just doing the perfect turns <laughs> and like going down this little gutter so that he'll get even more torque when he goes around a corner. Sure. It's cool. ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. Anyway. Cool. So he'll be doing that right now. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and there's like a intense close-up of like his knee grinding against the pavement and he's doing the corner. He's not wearing like motorcycle leather. It's just, that's just his school uniform. This is just a normal That That's donk him up uniform. pretty bad. Yeah. Josuke gets into several bike accidents in this episode. <laughs> it seems to no-sell them pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I would dare say that the one that happens later on in the episode feels more severe than this one. Now, that could be several, to be honest, <laughs> but let's keep going. Um, so he makes this corner after a lot of, I have to make this turn. Yeah. I have to make this turn. Well, I made the turn. Oh, no. More ocean ahead of me still. I never saw this coming. What can I do? So he, like, looks back and the feet are still coming up. Pow, 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 pow. And he's all like, I'm going to destroy this wall. Yep. He's in, like, a very tight tunnel just funneling him towards mm. the ocean. So he starts punching the wall with Crazy Diamond. Yep. Pow, 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 pow. And then once he does that, the, he reforms the wall. So that it's blocking the um, the pathway. And he falls off his bike, kind of. Yeah, and the feet touch it and are like... <laughs> you know, the noise feet make. That probably didn't pick up on the mic very well. Not at all. Plap, 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 plap. Yeah. And they start sniffing. Like feet do. Hmm. My feet sniff? Sorry, my feet smell. How do they smell? <laughs> <laughs> through, 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 their, through their nostrils. Like what? Terrible, I'm their roommate. <laughs> oh, you, you would bring it down that far, wouldn't you? <laughs> so he's there for a while. Okay, great. What, what can I do now? How am I going to get out of this crazy diamond situation? You know, maybe I could take a detour through this crazy, noisy, bizarre town. Meanwhile, brief cutaway to old man Kira's dad being like, yes, I didn't know why the Arrow wanted me to turn that critically injured driver into a stand user, but it seems to be working pretty well. Anyway, gonna fly away laughing now. <laughs> this is his entire contribution <laughs> yeah. to this entire like arc. <laughs> He's just like, yes, I questioned the Arrow, but the Arrow was right, clearly. Yes, remember, I'm still here remember the meta plot anyway <laughs> bye because <laughs> that's what he did last time too i wasn't sure about this alien but it's driven them apart pretty well <laughs> so dumb so dumb he's really just fallen fallen butt backwards into, into tough stands <laughs> so weird eventually the feet all form into the anthropomorphic highway star which simultaneously climbs over and destroys the um the wall yeah no, first he sniffs. You gotta... It's a oh, yeah. key moment. He sniffs through his fingers. Same. He's all like, sniffy, sniffy. Terrible. I'm his roommate. <laughs> um, <laughs> Are you just going to say that to everything that we say no, now? No, I think, I think I'm done now. Okay. <laughs> but now that I've said that... Um, it's like we go out to lunch. Like, Hi, what can I get you? Terrible. I'm his roommate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, climbs over. Wall crumbles. That could be Josuke getting out of range. Kind of unclear how those artificial refixes work. Mm. Um... So he smashes this wall down. Yep. And he's all like... Where, where'd Josuke go? Turns out Josuke go elsewhere. Yeah. So there's this... Drainage tunnel? What, what are they called? Oh, I wrote down the word because it's not that I'm overly familiar with. It's a culvert. A culvert. Do you want a definition on that? Please. Exciting action. <laughs> Thrill as we look up the definition of words. What is a culvert? I mean, you know, to be fair, turn out some pretty good pod content for petard. <laughs> <laughs> To hoist oneself by its own culvert. culvert. 
A culvert is a series of antiquated syllables combining to create a word. The system is down. A culvert is a tunnel carrying a stream or open drain under a road or railway. Huh. It's like a very specific sort of aqueduct. Yes, it's one of these big pipe things that you keep seeing around. Okay, it's a drainage tunnel. It's, it's a drainage pipe, yeah. Great. Very exciting content. And apparently it's also the things that you have on bridges. Cool. Yep. Great. Yep. No worries. Architecture, engineering, civic planning. Ooh. This is JoJo's Word, our civic planning podcast. So, Nick, yes. what's your favourite sort of... um? Culver. Philosophy to structure your city around. Ah, well, I prefer the fractal methodology because oh, yes. it's really modern and uh, works on fractals and they're really cool. Sure. Just aesthetic wise, but also in terms of like making the pipes works really efficiently and playing city skylines is like really good when you're doing it that way because you can do it that way at all. But also I really enjoy just blowing things up with meteors. <laughs> That's my favourite kind of city planning to go with. What's your favourite? Oh, I'm a big fan of the classic grid. Ah, the grid. The grid. Yeah. What is the grid? That's like New York, which is arrayed in a grid, apparently. Everything's in a grid, No, man. because like, it's, just, it's you know, it's right angle streets. Yeah. Whereas, Isn't you know, like city? London, because that just sprawled and sprung up. There's a oh. lot of turning. Yeah, I get you. Twists. All right. Yeah, but it's like Melbourne is a grid. It's like mechanistic versus organic city structure. Uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not a city planner. I'm an arts manager. (laughs) (laughs) But isn't each performer a city in their own? A living ecosystem? Yeah, we all contain multitudes. Oh, such art. Oh, oh, g'day, mates. It's me. I was going to say we do because we have a whole lot of gut biomes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, a healthy gut is a healthy life. Man, you don't need to tell me. Yeah, drink this kefir. Like it's you're technically alive. <laughs> so they go. He goes into this culvert. Yep. He's driving. He's like, "Great. How do I get out of this? Oh no! Bigger problem. The motorbike is slowing down. Ooh. What? What going on? Crazy Diamond, fix it." I I cannot believe I haven't made a Stephen Colbert pun. Don't know what that is. You know Stephen Colbert? Sure do. Stephen Colbert. Why relevant? I I just wanted to Colbert. It's like it's a Colbert. Oh right. Col- oh, I can't believe I didn't make that. All right. Anyway, I also can believe you didn't make that. <laughs> I was so happy with it in my head, Liam. <laughs> that is a good philosophy. If you can't think of a way, and, and I'm not even being ironic here. If you can't think of a way to organically work it in, just say just, it. Just put it in yeah. there. You know, <laughs> you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Oh gosh, I'm out of fuel. Hmm. Oh. I thought it was a real problem. But this is fine. Driving straight towards a wall. This is still fine. Smash's bike flies into the air, careening out of control towards a car ahead of him. This is still fine. <laughs> I love how even at that moment he's like, no, no, this is still fine. Just don't worry, he's viewer. Cool as a cucumber in this scene. Yeah. You've just... He's basically... It's not like I'm heading towards the ocean. I'm just about to get serious bodily trauma. He's basically just seen a car from far away... Well, he, he didn't even see it because he was underground in, in that culvert. <laughs> <laughs> this is the word of the day. <laughs> he was doing this entirely off instinct. So he went from culvert to in air, if you know what I'm saying. I do. Yeah, I'm glad um, because that's all the content I can muster. <laughs> End of episode. <laughs> uh, flying towards car. Okay, I see what I should do. Pow, 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 smashes open that car, lands on those plush, cushioned car seats. He's fine. Ah, it's fine. Turns out he was right at 60 kilometres an hour. Yep. Casually gets out the other side of the car, (laughs) shuts the door behind him, all the feet pile onto the guy, fixes the car. They're trapped. Great, he got a mo. Cool. 
smashes the car open, takes its fuel. He's all like, I really thought it was an actual problem I had. Mm-hmm. That's a shame. Look, 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 look. Although I did take a lot of turns to get here. Don't know where so, I am. Yeah, where's the hospital at? Hmm. To be content. No. <laughs> <laughs> we cut. Abruptly. To an ad break. Yep. Astro Nick Boy. doesn't care about Astro- the new... Oh. It's not Astro Boy, it's a different thing. Oh. Nick doesn't care for the new PlayStation VR platformer game, which is getting good reviews. Isn't it called Astro Boy? No, it's oh. called like Astro Bot or something. Astro Bot. Uh, yeah, I'm not keen. Astro Boy, also a bot. Yeah, but when you look at him, you can't help but think he's a real boy. Wasn't, like Pinocchio. Yeah, wasn't he programmed to be a real boy? I don't know. He's like a, he's like one of them Mega Men. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that game, not keen. Not keen on it. I don't like VR in general. I mean, general. it doesn't have to be for you. Not everything you have to like. If, you can just not play it. No, that's not how that's not how it's going to work. <laughs> I, I have to enjoy everything, Liam. Otherwise, <laughs> what, what is... I don't what know. are we even doing <laughs> like, here? What, I mean, not to sound facetious, but yes. <laughs> like... If I can't live every moment of my life in pure and <laughs> pure ecstasy, why don't I just kill myself now? Why, why should I even bother sitting here, you know? So, Koichi. Yes, Koichi. He's, he's back. He's, he's in the hospital. He's wearing like a pretty, pretty casual... Um, we were talking about this today, actually, about how Rohan seems to be the only person in this story who changes his outfit, but Koichi has. Uh, yeah. He's wearing like a cool casual like green jacket. Uh, of, I believe it's a hoodie. Oh, I, th- I, th- I was about to say it might have been a bomber or something, but you might be right on that. Actually, there is some... I think it's Kyle, who we were having a massive... Friend of the show, Kyle. We were having an argument in our Numenera RP session. Numenera, thing. RPG game about... Post, 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 post. Nine. Post, post, post. Apocalyptia. Post-apocalyptia, yeah. Uh, it's a billion years in the future. Very high concept, go on. It's very good. Um, we were talking about how... I think it was this that I'm wearing right now. Nick's wearing a zip-up hoodie. It's not technically a hoodie. He was like, it's a jacket. And I just went, Nick, what? This conversation is sucking the nutrients I know, from me. I know. It sucked the nutrients from my hoodie as well. <laughs> so, Koichi, he's there. He's dressed cash. In a hoodie. Take that, Kyle. I don't care. <laughs> he doesn't listen to this. He's got his cash hair from sheer heart attack. He's just like a new man, you know? Yeah. I enjoy this new laid back Koichi. Is he as fetching? He doesn't lose his cool like at all this episode. You got to give him credit. Like compared to Koichi in the early episode, he'd be like, what? No. Everything's gone to shit. I can't possibly do anything. Now he's like, Josuke's a bad influence. He's just like, yeah, whatever, we're doing this. You need to help me. I mean, I'm going to ruin your life if you don't help yeah. me. So, so he goes in. So he walks. There's a great shot outside the hospital where it's like, he took his bike. Yeah. And it, like magnifies his bike. That's great. Just like, how did Koichi get there before Josuke, who's driving around super fast? Better justify it. <laughs> so uh, he walks in and the receptionist there, aka Daho. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, she is... <laughs> she is an skank bitch this all right, entire all right. time. He's right. up. Well, look, you're you're if, not Echo's actuary. No. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. She works. She she's a she's a typical JoJo's Bizarre Adventure bystander. No, she's worse. She works at a hospital. <laughs> she is the secretary who has to deal with all the people that probably are having a bad day. And Koichi walks in and is like, "Hey, hey, I need to see the guy." Who's in here from a motorbiking accident in this tunnel a while ago. Can't you read the sign? Point, point. And the sign says, 
visiting hours are now over. I can book you an eye exam tomorrow if you need. Otherwise, you can just scram. And then I write down what she says because it is kind of unnecessarily right? rude. Right, right? Um, so you should just go home. Like, worthless brats like you are such a bother. Aren't you a little short for a motorcycle gang member? And then Koichi says, I'm Koichi Hirose. I'm here to rescue you. <laughs> I just love that she's like, you're a little short. Can your feet even reach the ground? Not how that works. Works in a hospital. Wait, no, that came out wrong. She works in a hospital. (laughs) Um, And this is what she's saying to someone who's like, hey, I need to visit this guy in in this room. In intensive care. Not, oh, you can come back tomorrow. Really sorry, the visiting hours are over. It's, you know, little shits like you need to just off themselves. Seems like she should at least get a performance review. I mean, yes. So Koichi, professional development might be needed. Yeah. Koichi just casually turns around, walks away, mutters to himself, Act 3. Yeah, I just love his, like, no. Act 3. He keeps his cool. Echoes Act 3, uh, personification of his inner confidence and in punk, decidedly less casual about the whole situation. Let's she, kill this hoe! He says in English, uh, Okay, master, let's kill the hoe, beach. <laughs> It's just so un... Like, on both parties, it's so <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> oh, Koichi, you've really come a long way. <laughs> Maybe not in the right direction, though. <laughs> he used to be so wholesome. <laughs> so, what he does... Echoes Act 3... We, we see from the um the nurse's perspective. Yeah. She's just there like, oh, I hate human beings. I hate everyone and everything. So there's these two large jars of medicine? Right behind the reception nurse's desk. Yeah. Curious spot for them, but... I imagine it's just like... Storage is at a premium everywhere these days. Over-the-counter stuff, perhaps. (laughs) Yet it costs 50 million yen or something. No one knows how much that is. So this stuff starts vibrating just slightly. Oh, I better go steady these medicine bottles. They're awful expensive. And then they like almost fall over. She catches them. Good thing I caught them. And then more start falling over. And and they get super heavy because, of course, three freeze is the thing that Koichi can do now. Yeah. You know, and... remember how that ties in with his sound-based powers? <laughs> so she's like, oh no, oh no, it's getting really... Ha- hey, you, little shit, you know the one. And Koichi's Please there. help me, help me, hold, hold me up, because these are super heavy. And Koichi's there, leaning on the doorframe, going... He's, he's not, Ooh. he's not doing this, but he's in temperament, basically smoking. Yeah, he's like, oh, you know, I don't know if I can really reach you, though. Are you sure I can be of assistance? You, you did just tell me to go home, so I was just on my way out. No, no, look, I will tell you where this guy is if you help me. It's like, oh, I, I mean, I don't know if I can do that without you telling me first, you know? I mean, I'm so short and I'm so worthless, but will your boss be mad at you? He'll probably be like, oh my god. That's what he does. <laughs> I mean, it is true. Oh my god. I'm, I'm the administrator of this hospital. I, I'm so disappointed that you dropped all that expensive medicine, you know? You know, the entire God. B-Wing's gonna have to die. Because I, I, I'm you. really into this character. <laughs> <laughs> so just, like, you know, put your shit together and get out, because you just, like, really put a hole in our budget, and I'm not impressed. Oh, my God. But, but it wasn't me. It was the little kid. It was the kid all along. Yeah, that's what they all say. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna have you killed now. Oh no! This is my stand, Doctor Feelgood. Get ready to die. Yo, what up? <laughs> um, so Koichi's all like, oh, "You're gonna have to help me." And she's like, "Fine." He's in room five hundred and twenty-five. That one, which we can assume is level five, room, room twenty-five. 25. And uh, I assume he helps her. 
Um, well, well, well. We never see. At that point, Josuke crashes through the doorway on his motorcycle. So that expensive medicine is probably not looking like such a big budget shortfall now. Because <laughs> the entire facade of their hospital just got smashed in. <laughs> so he rushes in on the motorbike, which is traveling assumedly above 60 kilometers yep. an hour. And he's all like, Koichi, where is it? They have a... a a brief but pretty long conversation for the speeds involved. Koichi, where is it? Room 525. Koichi's your man, reliable and responsible. And then Josuke crashes into the back of an elevator. Yeah, the open lift, fortunately. Now, okay. He was going 60 kilometers an hour. Yep. The, that room he was... He was doing like a bit of a brake slide in, so yeah, he, would have, yeah. he would have slowed down somewhat. Yeah, but that room is not any more than like 20 he, meters And he long. did come in airborne. <laughs> he did come in airborne. So he'd still be going 40... Ish, easily uh, you can imagine easily that so he's just slammed into the back of this elevator well built elevator structurally unharmed yeah at 40 kilometers an hour plus in australia we call them lifts noise i believe <laughs> in the world that isn't america we call them lifts yeah all right mate yeah take yeah that. all right so he gets into the lift yeah and he shit now i need to do an australian accent don't i so then he bloody well <laughs> it's just your voice i know i know <laughs> Uh, so so then, once he's in this lift, he uh, uses Crazy Diamond, slam it shut. Yeah, grabs them doors, but... It's uh, too late. A foot or two slip through two. the door. What is the show when feet are a pressing threat? No, it's cool, because it's like chasing, it's like footprints. Yeah, yeah, but it's just like... I don't know what that sound is. It's... <laughs> It's just so madness when like these feet are just wiggling their way through. I think, I think it's through. cool iconography. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's just some Junji Ito weirdness. That's all. Not Junji Ito shit. Right? Just that's, weirdness. Yeah, just weirdness. Where you're just there, like this is really odd and unsettling. Like it's not horror yet, <laughs> but it's bizarre. We're veering into that territory though. So one's getting through and he's like, oh no, one's getting through. And then it gets really heavy and slams the other one down. And there's like a, a, sh- a small pile of them at the bottom of the lift. And they, mm. they, then they're out as the lift goes up. Problem solved. And Koichi's like, gosh, I sure hope Josuke makes it. But some of them are going into the vent. Three freeze can only affect one at a time. Oh, anyway, shit. time for me to go home. <laughs> and then I assume he does. I Guess? He's like, oh no, there's this huge pressing threat. The next time we see him, it's just the narrator informing him that he took his dog for a walk, so... I guess that's tied that one up. Uh, Yep. We can assume that Josuke probably met him on the way out, but as far as we can tell explicitly in the text, he just left now. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) You know, that dog needed a walk. It's fine. So um, he's a good boy. Oh, is he though? He doesn't want to walk. Does a good boy not want to walk? But he does, despite not wanting to. He didn't, though. He does look very old. <laughs> yeah, but it was like, he tried to take him for a walk, and he had to drag no, him. No, but then later we see him actually walking. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because he knew that Koichi had gone through some shit. Mm. Well, Echo Zack 3 was out, was like, I'm going to kill you, bitch. <laughs> that's, that's a traumatizing Everyone experience. knows dogs can see stands. <laughs> well, yeah, there was that dog that died. Arnold? Yeah. Ghost, can... Ghosts can't see stands. Ooh. Remember, Raimi couldn't see... Couldn't she? Raimi couldn't see. Oh. Oh, okay. All right. Never mind. Anyway. Anyway. Josuke's all like, room 525. I'm just a few meters from there. Oh no, all the feet came through the vent. This is awkward. So this is, this is cool. We don't see it as much as could have been super cool. Um, but like, Crazy Diamond is there puffing them away with his punch flurries. <laughs> yeah. While Josuke is just like pulling himself those last few meters along the corridor. 
he's all like, I just need to get into that room. But then no, feet slam into his back and turn him into a skeleton. He's all like, ah, no. Just like Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. Oh, damn. Fucking how they get turned into skeletons. Whew. That was fucking real. And he walks into the door and there's quite a tableau laid out in front of him. I immediately was like, what the shit? Is this some sort of hospital orgy? Is this some kind of like prostitute hospital? <laughs> that's, the, that's coming out next season's animes. <laughs> <laughs> prostitute hospital. Can they really make enough money? Nick, we call them sex workers these days. Oh, sorry. Sex worker hospital. Wait, no, sorry. Prostitute sex workers. <laughs> okay, well done. Thank you. Um, so let's, let's set the scene. Like any good dungeon master. Okay, so there's this guy. There's this guy lying on a bed. He's in traction. He's very much in traction. He looks like a JoJo's character. He has a face that can only be described as wow. Like, holy shit, that is a biker's face if ever I saw one. <laughs> he's, he looks like he's got one of those, um, he's got like a fade. Very yep. modern haircut. Yep, yep. He's definitely got a fade. He's got uh, a tattoo on his chin that has HS. H star S. Yeah. What could that mean? I'm thinking high strung. It means highway a go go. And he's got. <laughs> I got this HS. Uh, I wanted a G, but they didn't do it right. <laughs> so he's got this highway star tattoo on his chin. He's got uh, like a cast on his leg, and that's like lifted up by one of those pulley things. He's got another tattoo that says Speed King, though I don't remember where that is. I think it's on his arm. Could be. Maybe. Uh, and like he's got these three women with him. Yeah, they're One your classic, classic delinquent girl archetypes, yeah. and they're all the same character. Yeah. One of them's got blue hair. One of them's got red hair, and the other one's got a hair that I don't remember. They all wear like long coats, and yeah. they all carry bokkens. For some reason, they're all kendo students. <laughs> no, <laughs> like... it's for beating up the other delinquents. Yeah, that makes more sense. It's that, a legal way. That is like a Japanese delinquent girl archetype. Is it? Yeah, you see that in a lot of media like this. Oh, okay. All right. I just thought they were, you know, kendo students because they were wearing like like kendo pants. Were they? No, but they looked a lot <laughs> like kendo pants. Like they were grey on the, the... The different thing was they had like a cut on the side so they could like get their leg out and be all like, take me now, Mr. Highwayman. I'm the Highwayman. <laughs> <laughs> Highway the go I do what I can. I work with my hands. Highway man. It sounds like now, the Canyon now, do you actually know what Do you actually know what I'm doing? Because no. you were very close to the song he goes into um, in Over the Garden Wall when you meet the Highway Man. What? This is real? I'll show you this after the episode. Okay. But you were you were not far off from what he does. I thought you were spoofing Canyon Arrow. No, no. Highway Man. Um, I'll show you this clip. Uh, Over the Garden Wall, very Halloween-ish um, cartoon miniseries that came out a couple of years ago starring Elijah Wood and some kid. Yeah, no, I've heard about this. I, I, it's very artistic. I'd recommend you check it out. Hmm, okay. All right. But it was so artistically done. Dies. I don't like Thrawn. Going on. Um, <laughs> okay. He's there and he's all like, ah, you're the guy that I've been chasing. I thought it was a while since I, uh, I sucked that other guy's nutrients in that tunnel. And Josuke's there like, uh, 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 uh. And they're all like, hey, who's this guy come to bother our Yuya? His name's Yuya Fungami. He's a stand user. That's his deal. That's his whole thing. Yep, he's a kind of a jerk. Um, so I think at this point we see the stand rematerialize inside of Josuke? Or it's like he's in... Yeah, it, like Josuke's on the floor and it's like sticking his arms into his back. And he's all like, mmm, nutrients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, you have to understand that every time I go eating now, I just think, oh, yes, yeah. nutrients. Yeah, gotta get these nutrients. Oh, the nutrients. 
I'm almost healed. Two or three more guys with powers like that and I'll be right as rain. Yay, said no one. The girls keep going over to Joe's game and like, get out of here. And he keeps like, ah, oh, don't worry about him. Anyway, I've got to take a piss. Who wants to help me with that? And they were all like, I do, I do. Here, let me get the urine bowl. It's weird. It is very weird. In fact, all the following bits are a little weird. And he starts off being like, who wants to help me urinate? And they're all like, I do. He's like, great. Hey, that peach that you're cutting up is getting rotten. How did you know? Oh, I can smell super good now. Hey, is one of you on your period? I can smell it. I am. I'm Yoshi. Huh. I guess my smell's gotten really good if I can smell that. And then she shoots out her tongue and turns Josuke into an egg. <laughs> no, we can't possibly do this. And I, I like this bit that he segues into because he's like, also, oh. I can tell that one of you is super angry. Oh, God, is it so... you, Yoshi? Oh, and she's like, oh, no, I'm fine. Is it you, Reiko? No, no, we're all happy for you. We're all super happy. Like, you're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Well, well, someone's angry. Literally the second that he said, is one of you really pissed off? I was like, oh. I know what's coming. Oh. <laughs> and then um, we sort of see just in the very, very edge of frame, the purple of Josuke's <laughs> uniform kind of loom in. And the camera cuts to him just just above, above, um. Asshole McGee. Above you, yeah. His eyes are kind of glazed over with rage and he's like, yeah, I'm pretty mad. I'm, I'm pretty fucking done. <laughs> it's like that scene in, um, is it the, the Shawshank, Re no, not the Shawshank Redemption, the other one with, um, the big dude who, uh, eats people's one pain. Okay. I don't know what that in, is. In the jail. Uh, it, it's like, it was the big dude who's all like, I'm pretty dumb. When you say eats people's pain, do you mean that literally? Yeah. I don't know what and this is. And then he like spits out flies. What are you talking about? It has about? Morgan Freeman I'm in it. I'm sure someone is screaming at us that they know what this is, but I have no idea. It's like... He eats people's pain and spits out flies. This sounds like a Jojo's Bizarre Adventure no, it's character. Like it's like in jail in like the 1940s or something when they still the death penalty. Is this like a supernatural thing? He is. Is yeah. this like One Flew Over the Cuckoo, isn't it? Dracula? No, no. Renfield? No. He's in jail no. or a mental asylum and eats flies. No. And he's a vampire -ish. No. It's like big black friendly dude. Is this a One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? No, thing? no. Because One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is like a mental hey, asylum. We're in a mental asylum. You're about to get lobotomized, even though you shouldn't be. I want to escape. And yeah. then you escape. No, not that. <laughs> um, Nick did a throw water cooler through window motion. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like. I always lump it with the Shawshank Redemption because they both have Morgan Freeman in it. I don't know. And it's like, the dudes find redemption in this miracle. No, it's Tom Hanks. That's who's it. It's Tom Hanks is in it. And he's all like, you know, I, I never would have thought this was real, but there's this big ass dude who's eating people's pain and spitting out flies. Forrest Gump. No, because that was, uh, he ate people's pain. And uh, turned it into a successful shrimp company. Yeah. Which no one saw coming. Big fish. A lark fish. What's that? That's Forrest Gump! Okay. That's his accent! How are you not getting this? Ugh. Anyway, no, there's... I can't remember what it's called. It's like, like, Mile Long Road or some shit like that. Or like, like the, 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 the walk thing. It's, it's the, about the... These names are ringing a bell, but I haven't seen this thing. Oh, uh, it's anyway. like Eight Mile or... Uh, eight Mile. Yeah. That's Eminem. Okay. Um, well, that does star a lot of... Um, no, I think I know the title of the thing you're talking about, but it's, it's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Um, anyway, that. But it's not something I've seen, so I don't know. Why did I bring that up? Um, because he's in hospital and Josuke's looming over him super angry. Yes. He looks like that in the scene where he's given up and he's all like, you know what I should do? Just kill people. Okay. <laughs> um, or maybe not kill people, just be like, I'm done with humans. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty mad. Like, 
I'm probably reeking of anger. He looks like, um, what's his face in Pulp Fiction? Where he was wearing uh, that gimp suit. He's all like, you okay? It's like, I'm pretty far from fucking okay. <laughs> but what? I sucked your nutrients. And then Josuke is like, oh yes, well also I sucked your nutrients. The nutrients that were in this IV meant for you. I sucked them out of that tube when I was th- writhing on the floor. Quite ironic. Quite ironic that Josuke should defeat Yuya by turning his own his strength into his own weakness. <laughs> yeah. It, it reminds me of um, just the way you said it. It's like, I got these nutrients in that split second that you was <laughs> And I'll do it again. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> it goes away with in Mario, first you get the women, then you get interaction, then you get the nutrients. <laughs> it's like he just walks away with an IV bag. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Oh, um, we spent way too long on references. What happens, Liam? Ah, uh, he get, Highway Star's gonna crawl out under the bed to get him, but then Josuke just punches Yuya in the knee super hard and is like, "Oh yeah, you know, I've never measured how fast Crazy Diamond is, but it's way faster than 60. I reckon like at least three hundred or some yeah, shit. Yeah, like can't that. go very far, but you're not very far away from me, so like I win. And he's, uh, this guy's all like, yeah, but you, you would never hurt like a poor crippled man, And would the you? boys are like, yeah, coward. Sorry, the girls are like, yeah, coward. <laughs> At this point, they're, they're like lads. Or rather, I should say, they're like ladettes. It's a real word. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so every day we remind ourselves of that. <laughs> we just get angrier and angrier. Yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, if I beat you down when you were critically injured, that would leave a bad taste in my mouth. I don't know if I'm Me, that Josuke. Bad. Yeah. And so the guy's like, yeah, yeah, that's right. It, it can't possibly happen. Well, so- I already thought of that. So that's why I use my magical powers to fix you. And he's all like, wait, what? And what? so he pulls his leg out of the Yeah, the we cast. get extended sequence of him just like testing all his joints. And he's like, wow, I actually feel... Like, wow, I feel great. Yeah. yeah. And so Josuke immediately goes, yeah. I bet you do. Anyway, gonna kill you now. And we have the greatest shot of a man's face in this show. So far, <laughs> where it's like, for a brief moment, it's like clicking in his head. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, wait, what do you mean I'm all healed now? Ding! And then two exclamation marks pop up next to his head. He's like, <laughs> oh no. I like this shot where Josuke beats him up. Yeah. He goes flying out the window. And through it, the window, I should say. And it pauses. Sepia, freeze. Josuke promised that he would beat him up if he ever tried to bring harm to anyone ever again. His hospital stay continues. Unfreeze, he keeps flying, he lands in the fountain outside the hospital. And all the girls are like, Ah! We ran out here awfully quickly. (laughs) That's your issue with that. (laughs) And then Josuke looks out the busted window, hip-cocked, knee on the window. It's like, I feel so refreshed. I feel like it's New Year's Day and I just put on a fresh pair of underwear. And really, we've all been there, haven't we? Now I make it, you know, I make an effort not to wear underwear on New Year's Day. So I can safely say that this is the only Iraqism that I have never... Iraqism? Yeah, Iraqism. Because Iraqi. Sure. Sure. It's Araki... what's his face? Yep, that one. Yep, Araqism. Yeah, an Araqism. Cool. Yeah. So then we, uh, we cut back to... To Rohan. As he's healed. Yep. Jotaro's here, but he doesn't say or do anything. <laughs> he just has a black face. Uh, by which I mean to, to say he he's just completely has, normal. has a blank expression with like a black void over his eyes. Not to say that he's in blackface. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Liam. It's like, it's almost like in today's episode, the part of Jotaro Kujo will be played by <laughs> whoever. Will uh, be played by that guy from uh, that movie that we don't know the name <laughs> yeah. of. 
This enormous black dude. Um, yeah, so Rohan's there like, oh, Josuke, you're here. Why did you save me, Josuke? Oh, I'm so bitter about this. Why did you enter the room? Why did you do it? That's so illogical. Oh, I told you not to do it. This is why I hate you. Now I feel like I owe you a favour. This is literally the worst outcome. I would have rather died. <laughs> and Josuke's there like, come on, man. Come on, Rohan. Narrator tells us Koichi went for a walk. With his dog. Yep. Meanwhile, at the Kawajiri household. So, okay, weird things are happening. So, we, we, we see two brief shots. Yep. Um, one of, of Kiros, a.k.a. Kasaka Kawajiri, double a.k.a. Yoshikaka Kira, serial killer or hand fetishist, who is trying on um, real Kasaka Kawajiri's shoes. You know, They're a little big. Feet again. But, yeah, feet again, but mm-hmm. in shoes. That's thematic, right? Yeah, I guess. And he's like, huh, not exactly the same size. He doesn't, he doesn't mentally narrate any of this, but we can tell he's thinking mm. that. They're a little loose. Yeah. Meanwhile, Shinobu... Coming downstairs into the basement. <laughs> I'm just doing stuff. I'm I'm a domesticated wife. Blah blah blah. <gasps> oh no, it's raining ba- outside. Why, why the basement window is open? I would never have left that open. And then we pan across slightly to a darkened part of the room where lies a small black cat. Well, you say black, and grey? that's mu- yeah, it's greyish. It's a uh, as she exclaims, it is a British blue. A British blue. A British blue. And she's like. Oh, where'd you come from, kitty? To be continued. Sepia. Dramatic sting. Whoa. Shing. It's like any reality TV show where they have that, like, sound. Sure. Oh, man. So, Nick. Yes. What are our highlights and lowlights of this episode? Um, I think I'm going to have to be the lame one here and say that my highlight is Josuke being like, I'm pretty angry. Because it's like, you know <laughs> it's coming from, like, 30 miles away. And yet it's still hilarious when it happens. Your highlight? My highlight is probably uh, Koichi's crazy shenanigans. It's the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure spin-off, Koichi's crazy shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's just come such a long way. From good it's boy nice Koichi. To see him. What are our this... lowlights for this episode? My lowlight has to be the first half, or the, the second quarter of the episode where it's like, we're at the ocean bit now, but I'm just going to turn. And then, oh, wait, no, we're still going to go. Oh, wow. Oh, but there's a culvert. Uh, and not much really happens. It's just a lot of lot of speed. Yeah, a lot of speed. <laughs> and, you know, those are essential parts of the story because you need to have a lot of speed. A, a lot of doing the driving and dodging obstacles for it to have a point. But in terms of actually solving the problem, it doesn't really push things forward. Yeah, it's just like, and now we've postponed it a little bit longer. Yeah. And now we've postponed it a little bit longer. <laughs> I mean, that's essentially what he's doing. He's... Trying to survive for long enough for Koichi to get him the info he needs. Yeah, but it's not like two like back and forth between the two things. No, no. It's just like, oh, I'm just doing this thing that has no real sense of purpose here. Sure. Yeah. I reckon it would have made more sense if they like went back and forth between uh driving around and oh, you can't come in here. <laughs> yeah. Just this these long sequences of Koichi arguing with this <laughs> this nurse. <laughs> oh man, that hoe though. Yep. My low light, and mm-hmm. this might surprise you, but uh-huh. again, very good episode. Uh-huh. Um, boy, oh boy, I wonder what it'll be. What do you think it is? Is it something to do with Act 3? No. Oh. It is actually the baby stunt. Oh, really? And this is entirely an issue of my own expectations for it. Oh. Um, but just how I had overhyped it in my mind. It but all comes full circle. Yeah. Based on how I'd read it in the manga mm. and based on how it was depicted here, I felt like it was missing an, ele- an element of speed. Yeah. And, and well, I mean, it was slowed down. It obviously. was slowed down. Um, but I feel, I 
in an objective sense, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Reaching for a low light in this episode, however, I have to determine that I thought, based on how it was depicted in the manga, that it would have been sort of cooler and more high octane. Yeah, it would have had a lot more, like, <laughs> cutaways from people's eyes, just being like... <gasps> <gasps> and it might even be an issue of um, animation budget. I don't know how something very elaborate, like fixing a motorcycle in midair slower... Is easier, yeah. but I'd I'd always imagined it as a much more sort of fluid. Yeah, yeah. I imagine it's just really fucking hard. To yeah, do. <laughs> like one guy could spend a good like month just animating that one motion. And if you're out there listening to this right now and you're an animator, <laughs> appease Liam's broken mind. <laughs> so Nick, what Highway Star has been defeated? Some highway a go go he was. Josuke is super refreshed <laughs> from all those nutrients. Yep. Koichi took his dog for a walk. Hang on. Can I just side note mm-hmm. quickly? What mm-hmm. is it with Japanese media and words? Okay. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, so I've been playing Kingdom Hearts, right? For however long. And I recently beat like the final game. Darkness was like a thing in the first game that was like a metaphor for, you know, dark thoughts and shit like that. Sure. And it was like light was like friendship and like being together. Now it's like, what even is this? Like, what is this? Haven't played it, can't comment. It's just, oh. And now this one is like, nutrients. And you're like, why? Why? You, know, you had a go at me for this last week. For saying, for expressing similar things last week. Yeah, but this is me, Liam. This is me. <laughs> so, Nick. Yes. As I said, Josuke refreshed. Koichi took his dog for a walk. Yoshihiro Kira still out there making stand users. And being a hand fit. Wait, no. That's young Kira. Yeah. Yes. Yoshikage Kira, still living in the guise of Kasaku Kawajiri and being a serial killer and hand fetishist. Mm-hmm. Still quietly muttering that to himself as he goes about his daily deeds. Um, his wife has just gone downstairs and found a cat. <laughs> just like, we've defeated a stand user. There's a guy flying around with an arrow. His wife has gone down some stairs and found a cat. What do you think will happen next week on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable, in the episode entitled... Cats love Yoshikage Kira. What? You heard me. What? Okay. Cats love Yoshikage Kira. This is awkward. Have we had any cat-related things? Killer Queen has a cat motif. That's true. He does. He does. Okay. Is it? Is it going to be a... Have we ever seen Kira be happy around animals? I don't think we've ever seen Kira be happy other than when he's on his date with his severed hand. Okay, so that's a no. Uh, so that means that Kira doesn't like animals. We don't know that, but... But cats love him. So it's so the episode title claims. Hmm. But it could be one of those things where it's like, where are all these cats coming from? And then he's just there a, like, I'll deal with them. All right, sure. Yeah, so it's so like... It's, it's, a, it's a Sweeney Todd-style montage of Kira killing all these cats that keep showing up at his house. Yeah, so... Trying to hide it from Shinobu to avoid arousing her suspicion. Yeah, it's like, my husband never enjoyed cats. Mm. And he still doesn't enjoy cats, but they never came to him. How curious. And he'll just be there like, so dirty. And meanwhile, the son is like, something suspicious is going on here. I can yeah. see on all my footage. Exactly. So he'll just be like, cats, they don't even have hands. What's the point of them? What's the point? Now, the po- the poor point. That was a pretty poor piece of wordplay. Look, making these kind of I'm puns. feline like we should move on. Look, these puns are very important, okay? So, Nick. Yes. That seems pretty comprehensive to me. Shall we wrap things up? Sure. This has been JoJo's World. You're going to want to get in closer. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Recap and Discussion Podcast. Yeah, in their ear. <laughs> Welcome to ASMRJOJO. Sure. It's like ASMR except a lot louder. 
and a lot more costumes. Yeah, I've, I've had 10 costume changes this podcast. Oh, man, it's really not suited to the medium. It's really eating up our income. <laughs> you know that last, what, like two months of income? Gone. Gone for new clothing. That's it. Anyway. Anyway. You can follow us at JoJo's Podcast on Twitter. Check out our feed or, or website on um, either jojosworld.net or uh, jojosworld.podbean.com or is that podbean.jojosworld.com I don't care (laughs) jojosworld.net that's the one you can uh, help us out by signing up for Patreon where we do bonus apps of diminishing quality every time oh I don't know I think this one's gonna be this next one's gonna be pretty good I think okay I don't know but who knows you can help support the show help us cover costs and even better get a shout out on this very program yeah. Yes. That's uh, the JoJo's World Patreon, which is... Fulfilling all your needs. It's patreon.com slash JoJo's World or JoJo's Podcast. JoJo's World. Patreon.com slash JoJo's World. Patreon.com JoJo's World, everyone. I'm the one that runs it, and by God, if I see a spoiler on there, we're fucked. Until next time. To, to be, be continued. continued.